0: This one time, Bitcoin went from $0.06 all the way to $0.36, and then it crashed down to $0.21. And then another time, Bitcoin went from $0.85 all the way to $29, and then it crashed to $3. And then another time, Bitcoin went all the way to $213 and then it crashed all the way to $70. And then another time, Bitcoin went all the way to $1,100, and then it crashed all the way to $239. So the moral of the story is don't buy Bitcoin because you know it's going to crash again.
1: That Jim is from Alex Miller way back in 2015. Now, some people had it all figured out. I did link the clip in the show notes so you can check that out if you'd like. But imagine being a business back in 2015 accepting Bitcoin. Now, with the higher highs come the crashes, but generally also comes the higher lows. So if you're looking long-term as a business to accept Bitcoin, considering the price action we've recently had, now just might be a good time to get involved. (laughs) This episode, we keep it light with the little uh, current events going on at the beginning, but then we really dive deep into how you can accept Bitcoin as a business, whether you're a small or medium-sized brick and mortar business, or you're exclusively online. Maybe you operate out of the farmer's market. We're gonna dive in deep into all the tools and nuance so that you can get up and running as quickly and easily as possible. Curious about how to account for it? how to hold it safely what about how to sell it to your customers to become a bitcoin dealer for your local community how about marketing and promoting that you actually accepted and helping your business both build customer loyalty through rewards and promotions as well as bring in customers that maybe you would not have otherwise had all of those questions that you already have and even more that you didn't know you had, we're going to cover in this podcast today. So without further ado, this is episode two. Make sure to like or subscribe. And as always, we are available on any and all podcasting 2.0 apps if you would like to donate some sats to us. If not, that's cool too. (laughs) We're going to keep pumping out this content and amplifying the Bitcoin circular economy signal regardless. So. Business owners, hope you enjoy, hope you find this useful, and Bitcoiners, hope we provide you with a little knowledge and education so that you can better educate small business owners in your area. This is a bottom-up grassroots movement, not top-down. It all starts with each and every one of you. All right, all right, everyone. We are back. Episode two of the B-Commerce podcast, your gateway to the Bitcoin circular economy. I'm Michael Atwood.
0: I'm John Burnett.
1: <laughs> and uh, Bitcoin is crashing. It's, it's crashing, crashing hard. John. <laughs> it's crashing hard. It's crashing hard. And, you know, they left out that part about 2017. That, that video was made. Before that, 2017 Bitcoin went up to $19,000 and it crashed all the it way went down, down
0: to $3,000. It went down big time. We were on that ride. That was a good one. Yeah, we were.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then here we are in 2022, Bitcoin went all the way up to what 67 or $69,000 and it crashed very recently. It's all fresh in our minds to $17,000 maybe it goes lower you know whatever I I don't know but John as a business owner it could very well (laughs) as a business owner John you you, you got a business to run what are you thinking right now what's going through your mind
0: well you know the 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 primary I mean we all have our friends that call us up and say hey man what's going on with the bitcoin price what's going on um But everybody needs to keep in mind that fundamentals don't change with price, uh, no matter what it is. Uh, So just as AMC stock was super valuable at one point, it doesn't make it any more fundamentally good. And uh, sound money is sound money. So we've got incredible fundamentals, but we do have a super shaky world monetary system, which is uh, there's a lot of stuff happening since we last recorded and uh you know we've we've we we're all feeling it, so from a small business perspective, <clears throat> you know we uh you know coincidentally in my in miami uh June marks the beginning of off season it's a little rainy, it's hurricane season, all that, so revenue drops, uh you know cash flow drops the price of Bitcoin drops, you know, it it can cause stress. And I'm sure there's a lot of small business owners that are like, oh man, you know, what's my future going to be like? But I would just recommend keeping a cool head, not worrying about the Bitcoin price, just keep investing in fundamentals and sound money. Uh, And also I think really important is to take these moments to uh, really lean up your business, lean up your personal life, uh, engage in voluntary austerity of your expenses, be as light on your feet as possible. be able to weather a storm and uh and really communicate with your staff and your team to make sure that they understand what 's going on and then they will once they understand at least uh, in our case, then they really work hard to try to do what 's best for the business because they realize that they rely on uh, on small business too they rely on economies too and it uh You know, it does no good if uh, if your employer goes out of business and the next one goes out of business and you can't find a job and then you're having trouble. So I think they put it into perspective and and we just got to get through the lean times and and make sure we're light on our feet and nimble to do it. So I'm not worried about the price. Uh, In fact, um, the Bitcoin circular economy is super important and uh, the people that are accepting Bitcoin right now are getting a lot of sats for the dollars and fast forward some amount of time they're really going to be happy they did
1: that's right yeah so this this you know bitcoin price downturn it's it's the price the fundamentals of bitcoin are the same they're st- actually i mean they're they're just getting stronger than ever uh day after day uh transactions are still being processed blocks are still being mined Bitcoin is still empowering people all over the world, all over the country in a variety of different ways. Um, And just to put it into perspective just a little bit, I mean, Netflix stock is down 75 (laughs) percent. Tesla's down 50 percent. We talk about Bitcoin volatility. The entire global monetary system is incredibly volatile right now. Um, The difference is those shareholders of Tesla and Netflix, (laughs) the board Is going to have to answer them. Fortunately, Bitcoin doesn't have a board, (laughs) Um, you know, and there's no one to to cry to. But, you know, that capital that that all of these equities um, are effectively, you know, they're they're fundraising, Uh, you know, they're they're in a bit of a pickle. They just lost a lot of capital to work with to fund their business. Um, Whereas, on the other hand, now is a great opportunity. There could be a better one on the horizon. I'm not going to make any predictions here, but it's a great opportunity to begin accepting Bitcoin as a business. And, you know, Bitcoin price just de-risked the acceptance of Bitcoin for you. It dropped, I think, from the all-time high about 70 percent, about as much as Netflix stock. So now you get, like John was saying, you get more Bitcoin than you did before. Far more Bitcoin than you did even just a few months ago whenever you sell your products and services for Bitcoin. Um, so I guess, you know, with that, today we uh, we really want to talk a bit about how to get started as a business, um, accepting Bitcoin, accounting for it, holding it, uh, even selling it to your customers, and then marketing and promoting to your customers in your community Um, that you're accepting it. So the first episode was more or less about kind of just setting the stage and the why. This episode is going to be a lot more about the how. And then subsequent episodes, we're going to dive deep into each of these individual aspects of of Bitcoin acceptance and everything. So um, I guess really, I, I imagine what's on the top of most people's minds is okay, I'm in. (laughs) This sounds like a great opportunity, right? How do I get started? How do I accept it? And um, I think first and foremost, let's just differentiate Bitcoin, the network as effectively a monetary settlement layer um, and Bitcoin, the asset, which is this profound monetary tool representing digitally native value that you can send over the Bitcoin network. And some consider it to be a store of value or the life raft from the financial system. Other people consider it to just be simply a speculative asset. They say it's far too volatile. But the reasons for this is because we are witnessing the monetization of an asset class not over thousands of years, like say gold, but over potentially just a few decades. So you can receive Bitcoin payments and instantly convert it to dollars if you would like while saving on processing fees, uh, while not needing any permission. Um, Well, if you're getting dollars, you need permission from your bank. But uh, you can still do that without any volatility whatsoever, without any additional taxable implications than you're already doing. So I just want to lay that out there first (laughs) before we get started any further. Um, so maybe we should just start, John, and and we can really kick it over to you. Small and medium sized businesses like, you know, you use that. That's you, you know, like, so what are you using? How did you get started?
0: Well, I I think it's important to know um, for people that are concerned about volatility, that if you start accepting Bitcoin, after a very short amount of time, probably just a few months, the volatility ceases to matter. Uh, it, so volatility always comes up. How can it be a medium of exchange and all that kind of stuff? Uh, but as you're accepting payments, if, you, if the price is high, then you are, you're selling something for $10 and then you get a certain amount of Bitcoin. The price goes down. But as you accept Bitcoin transactions, you're effectively dollar cost averaging down the slope, and you're getting more Bitcoin to pad that volatility. So it it it's volatility is really not an issue, except if some weird circumstance, you were to all of a sudden switch to 100% Bitcoin transactions just as everything tanked. And you may have some short-term liquidity things you need to work out, but... I don't really think that that happens too much. Uh, that usually happens on the uh, you know somebody gets ambitious and buys a lot of Bitcoin and then all of a sudden it, it goes down. So from a from a Bitcoin circular economy perspective, the volatility is really um, I don't think too much of a worry. Uh, but for us, it's it's about accepting. It's about uh, being able to onboard customers really quick that want to pay, that don't have Bitcoin. And that requires us being able to sell it to them very easily in the store, get them hooked up with a lightning wallet, uh, promoting it um, and, uh, and also paying in Bitcoin as soon as we have vendors that will accept it. So uh, for us, it's a, it's a whole suite. It's not just accepting, but it's, it's the whole circular economy, which I think is important. And, uh, and then we, we can really cushion ourselves from the ever greater volatility of the fiat system, which is uh, what we're experiencing right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, one thing is certain, the dollar you accept today is going to be worth less than the dollar tomorrow until it's inevitably worthless. And the Bitcoin we accept today, given its 12-year track record, it will be worth more at some point in the future, sometimes very soon, sometimes a bit longer. It will be worth more and have more purchasing power into the future. Um so, you know, you kind of hinted at, okay, I'm a business. I want to get started. Where do I turn to, to start accepting Bitcoin? I am a brick and mortar business. I have employees. What do I do? So, you know, what I recommend, uh, for small and medium sized businesses is a company called Ibex, Ibex Mercado, um, they have a fantastic way to begin accepting Bitcoin, and they also have a super simple Bitcoin point of sale that can be put on any device. It's a web-based web-based point of sale. The Bitcoin will go straight into your own Bitcoin wallet if you would like, or you also have the option to accept dollars on your end. Even if your customer pays in Bitcoin, dollars straight to your bank account, that would be a 1% fee. You're saving a lot of money. You're protecting yourselves from chargebacks, uh, from from the legacy financial system, and you're still getting dollars in your bank account. Now, if you just want to hold Bitcoin, it's a half a percent fee. Pretty, pretty, Pretty straightforward. And like John was saying, you could look at it as a dollar cost average into Bitcoin. If you feel as though buying Bitcoin right now, that's a good time to buy. If it's a good time to buy Bitcoin, think about accepting it right now. Have your customers buy your cup of coffee or your steak or your, you know, massage or whatever it may be and pay you in Bitcoin. And that is a great way as a business, little by little, to take baby steps into Bitcoin. Um, and, you know, furthermore, you're going to save money in in the process. So um, with that being said, you can also take any percentage of that Bitcoin payment in dollars right? So if you want to keep, oh, I just want to keep 1% in Bitcoin, you can do that. You can go 1% Bitcoin, $99. percent If you want to take, you know, 50-50, you can do that. You know, definitely not financial advice, but hey, I recommend just holding on to the Bitcoin because it's going to be a small percentage of your sales anyway. And it's just a great way to get exposure uh, amongst amongst other things.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we started with Ibex, uh, so, so we wanted to accept Bitcoin uh, earlier, and we were trying to figure out the solutions to do so. Uh, I got some, I'll say it, constructive criticism uh, that, that we didn't go with something that's uh, purely you know, uh, uh, independent of any third parties. However, Ibex was, uh, for one, they're awesome to work with and they have functionality which uh plays into different business models where you have employees, you have controls, you have you know various things that you need to have happen and uh and it's very easy to kind of propagate the the POS or the uh uh the actual uh, lightning payment terminal uh to different cell phones and different devices and it you know in figuring this out it came in very handy if we'd have like a private party in the back room somebody could just take their their uh their phone with uh, with a little handheld POS that we have, and and just do the deed. So it's uh, it's super robust, super easy. Um, staff training was nothing; it, it happened very quickly. And uh, you know, right before the conference, you know, we were doing ten percent of our revenue in Bitcoin payments, and so it was. It really works well. I also know that you know, with a company like that, they have um, you know uh, some inertia to get. Some rough edges uh that kind of you know bridge some gaps with other technology companies, which I know they're working on and integrating with p o s systems and and all of that so that you can have you know q r codes on you know customer facing displays and all of that and so you you effectively can you know have all this optionality of whether you want to just you know hedge a little bit in Bitcoin, whether you want to take all bitcoin uh but you don't have to worry about uh, another concern of ours was uptime. So if I'm, you know, if I go in, I, I spin up a node, with a BTC pay server and, and, and they're awesome, but like, what happens if it goes down and, and, and there's other solutions, which we'll talk about afterwards that, you know, can maybe accommodate for that. But from a, from a, from a business owner that doesn't have a lot of time, they can't like just troubleshoot this stuff, you know, till the ends of the earth. And then, uh, you know, some of these solutions just out of the gate that really work are awesome and we've had a, a really good time with Ibex. So they're they're really easy to get going if you're a if you're a large business, if you're uh you know, just a one man band, you know, selling whatever you sell. Uh they they really do a good job and they and they they're really uh I think positioning themselves to be kind of an infrastructure uh, component to the whole lightning scene. So that's really exciting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I mean just to just to echo that, I mean, set up with Ibex takes less than five minutes. You can go from not even knowing what the hell Bitcoin is to accepting it over Lightning Network and training your staff. Literally, in less than 10 minutes, you'll be, you'll be good to go, um, staff training included. It's that easy. It doesn't require any KYC information. You don't have to upload your ID or give them your social security number or anything like that if you just want to keep the Bitcoin. If you want to get some dollars on the other side, then yeah, you'll have to link your bank account and verify your business, which is traditional legacy financial system, uh, mumbo jumbo. So with that being said, you did touch a little bit on say more self-hosted options, right? So if you are the shadowy super coder and you as a business want to get involved with something like BTC pay, there are options, um, but it requires a little more technical know-how, a little more, um, you know, get, get in deep into it and and possibly running the risk of something going wrong. And now you can't accept Bitcoin for the time being. Uh, Voltage is another great company that will help you spin up your BTC pay server. Um, I believe that's somewhere in the realm of maybe 20 or $30 a month. So if you're just getting started and you want a super easy way and you're not expecting high volumes or effectively saving 20 or $30 a month and maybe running it on your own, Hardware or doing it in a very self sovereign way is not something that you're ready to get into yet. IBEX is fantastic. Um, By the way, how this would work, whether you're using BDC Pay Server or IBEX, again, the customer will walk up, they'll order their food or drinks or service. You'll punch in the total on this little IBEX Pay point of sale and hit charge. The customer will then scan it with their Bitcoin wallet, uh, Lightning enabled Bitcoin wallet. And you will receive the Bitcoin into your own account with IBEX, that will inevitably make its way, either dollars in your bank account or Bitcoin in your own personal wallet. Um, so I think now maybe we can just move on to let's say you're you're a farmers market, uh, a farmers market business, or you're just individually owned and operated. You have no employees, and someone says, "Hey, I want to pay in Bitcoin," or you you just want to tell your customers that that you accept Bitcoin. You can just download a simple wallet. You don't need more of like this this larger scale, brick and mortar, medium-sized business, uh, you know, uh, uh, things. You can just download a wallet. We recommend Moon, that's M-U-U-N. And you can just generate an invoice for your customer. They can scan it, scan the QR code, pay it, and you have the Bitcoin. You could use Cash App if you wanted to. You can receive Bitcoin on Cash App. You can use Strike if you want. Let's say you don't want Bitcoin you want to accept it, but you want to receive dollars on your end, and you don't need all of these other bells and whistles, you can use strike. Um, there are so many ways to do it, and it's far easier uh, than, than people think. Uh, should any, Anything to say on that, John, or should we just jump in to the other?
0: No, I... Yeah, I think uh you know, we love uh shadowy supercoders, we love BTC pay server, voltage, ibex, all of the above. It's really a question of what is the most effective solution for the given business. And uh and I, I think that there's a lot of things that go into that decision, whether it's technical know-how, whether it's comfortability, whether it's control issues, whether it's uptime issues and all that kind of stuff. But uh but the point is there's all these solutions out there. And uh and, and as you uh kind of experience them you can say, okay, what works the best for me? And uh and and it goes with every category we're gonna talk about today, it, it's the same thing, whether we're you know, using a multi-sig setup with unchained capital or you know, cold card, which I love, you know, it's uh it it it, it really has pros and cons depending on the application. So this is where people can kind of start wrapping their head around what's right for me. And educating themselves to to have the the best result possible.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so next up, let's talk about e-commerce. Okay, and and this, in my opinion, is really where a company called OpenNode shines. Uh, they will process your your Bitcoin payments uh, for a one percent fee, whether you're getting Bitcoin or dollars. Um, and they have all the plugins, all the e-commerce plugins. They have. Shopify, WooCommerce, Prestashop, Magento, BigCommerce, and I'm sure they'll have more in the future. Um so, you know, Strike also has an integration with Shopify. Uh IBex has WooCommerce and I believe they're going to have some other e-commerce integrations coming soon. And of course, you can use BTC Pay for e-commerce as well if that's what you want to do, right? Um so and and what this would look like is Somebody would go to your website, they would go through the normal checkout process, except there's going to be this little button. And it's not going to, it's going to say, you want to pay with Visa, you want to pay with I don't know, Apple Pay, you want to pay with this, you want to pay that? or do you want to pay with Bitcoin? They click that button, they put in their shipping information, and it will present them with a Bitcoin QR code, which they can scan as the customer or paste in their address, whatever, um, And and you receive the Bitcoin. That's it for cheaper than you would have otherwise accepted a payment using the legacy financial system. You can still get dollars if you want and you receive chargeback protection because Bitcoin payments are irreversible. So they cannot call you up or charge you back. It is what it is. So as an online business, like fantastic, fantastic way to to bring in new customers and start accepting alternative payments.
0: Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing about hard money. It is final settlement. It is it is the deal is done. And instead of, you know, uh, weeks later we get chargebacks so or we get things reversed out of our account or, you know, fraud this, fraud that. It, it, it's really um, It's really a delightful experience to one, pay in Bitcoin and to have the security on the other side that you know that when you accept payment, it's your money. It's your hard-earned money and uh and and as more people experience this it's going to take off and especially paying in bitcoin it is such a great experience compared to these archaic plastic cards that are so insecure i mean it's 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 really going from horse and buggy to jet airplane or further it's it's uh it's going to really change the world and right now, we have so many solutions that will allow this uh, very easily. Right now, it's just most people don't know how to connect the dots. So that's what we're doing now.
1: Absolutely. Um, now, I guess we can roll right into more like quote-based businesses. Let's say you're a roofing company, and you know you don't necessarily have some website where you can just add something to the shopping cart. You know, this is more quote-based, invoice-based businesses where you're generating invoices and sending them to people's emails, you know, you can still use just a basic Bitcoin wallet. You can send them a Bitcoin address, right? But here's the thing. What if by the time they read that invoice in their email, the price of Bitcoin has changed? So you say, hey, all right, you owe me this much Bitcoin. And then the price of Bitcoin, you know, goes up or down. And they're like, oh hey, I don't owe you this much anymore. It's different. So ZapRite is a wonderful company for this exact scenario. Let's say you're an electrician or a roofing company or a plumber or whatever, and you're gonna say, all right, the bill is $255.63, you punch in that amount, you type in the customer's email, you shoot them an email, and whenever that customer views that, and any subsequent time they view that email, the invoice amount in Bitcoin will adjust based on the market value of Bitcoin Whenever they pay that, you will receive a notification as a business. Hey, boom, invoice paid. Whether that went to your own Bitcoin wallet address or even plugged into a service such as Ibex or OpenNode or BTC Pay Server. You can do it like that. Customer will get a nice receipt. You'll get notified whenever they pay. Fantastic way to do it. Again, that's ZapRite. Um, But again, we don't have to overcomplicate things either. There's always a way just to send somebody an invoice and have them pay you. It's it's really simple. How did however did we do it before debit and credit cards? Well, we use cash, right? So let's let's realize too that simplicity is key. Um, but there are tools that can really really help uh, for for use cases such as these.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about ZapRite. For one, uh, John's awesome, and he he's a really smart, hardworking dude. And uh, we, we actually have a wholesale part of our business that we invoice a lot of customers for tortillas and whatnot. And so we're going to uh, try to integrate that with Zapright. And, you know, the the thing is, I think people maybe think that accepting, you know, all these different payments with these different solutions is more difficult than it actually is. Because it's like, oh, you're dealing with two, what, two currencies. And how do you do that math? But all these solutions make it so easy. And, uh, you know, all you do is just operate as usual and you just sell your thing for $10 and you get $10 worth of dollars or Bitcoin and that's it. You don't really have to think about it. It would be difficult if you're having to sit there, uh, you know, with a calculator in real time and trying to figure out what the, you know, what the exchange rate is. But that's really not the case. Uh, These solutions make it very easy. And as they integrate into other solutions such as POSs and accounting and all that kind of stuff, then then it really takes the load off.
1: Yeah. And and additionally, ZapRite also has a Stripe integration. So if you're a business that just wants to start sending all of your invoices out through ZapRite, whether your customer wants to pay in Bitcoin or not, they can still pay with their credit or debit card as they normally would. But you have a customized payment page or invoice page that also allows your customers to pay with Bitcoin, which again is a conversation starter. They're like, oh yeah, this this company I just use accepts Bitcoin. And um, you can also have the ability soon to add a discount, a pay with Bitcoin discount. Maybe you're a business that says, hey, I want you to pay in Bitcoin as a customer. You can even say, hey, you get a 2% discount if you pay in Bitcoin, because at the very least, I'm going to save 2 or 3% in processing fees and I'm going to get chargeback protection. So giving your customer an incentive to pay with Bitcoin while still giving them the option to pay with debit or credit card and using ZapRite to do that, fantastic use case. And again, even if you accept the Bitcoin, maybe on the back end, you have something set up with IBEX or OpenNode or whatever to still get dollars. So again, there this all these all these things that we've talked about, frankly, this is a no brainer. Yeah, it seems like this daunting task, but it's not. It's not. And you can integrate this into your current payment flow, save money, still get dollars if you want. I recommend holding on to some Bitcoin, but you can do it right now.
0: Yeah, and it it, it really is so easy now. Uh, I'm a pure free market guy, freedom of choice. And, uh, uh, you know, when you when you allow people to say, okay, hey, you want to pay in Bitcoin, you want to pay in dollars, whatever you want. Uh, you know, that's something very, uh, important. And it also exposes people to Bitcoin and maybe they don't want to pay in the beginning with Bitcoin, but they're like, Hmm, what is this? They start looking into it. They see it more and more and more. And you start propagating this idea and let the best payment system win. And we know which one is the best payment system. So you don't need to sell this stuff. Uh, people will naturally pick it up. They will naturally be intrigued. They will naturally understand that something's deeply wrong with the current system, as they're feeling this uh, grow and grow and grow. Uh, so it's it's every touch point is important. The circular economy touch points are super important, and uh, you know just give them the option. That's all they need. And I I do give ten uh, percent discounts for Bitcoin payments, uh, be, because effectively what we're doing is we're taking. Monopoly money, really kind of worthless pieces of paper, and we're exchanging it for the most incredible sound money that's ever existed. And if that's not worth 10%, I don't know what is.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's right. And one could speculate that in the future, that 10% pay with Bitcoin discount that you gave will pay for itself as the Bitcoin price, in my opinion, inevitably goes up 10%. 20%, 20%, a hundred percent, thousand percent, depending on the time frame we're talking about. So that's a free discount, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right. So I am a business owner. I'm in, I'm in, I want to accept Bitcoin. This is so easy. Thank you for telling me about it. But what about the taxes? How do I account for this? What do I do? So first and foremost, if you're planning on just holding the Bitcoin, okay, forever, Okay, there is no taxable implication until you trade that Bitcoin for a product or service or you sell it upon which you will have to incur some capital gains or losses. Right. Um, But it would just get taxed as normal income as you would already get taxed at the time of receipt. Okay, again, if you sell it, then that will change or you trade it or whatever. Um, Now, if you were just getting dollars on the other side, That is an instant conversion to dollars. There is no price volatility. There is no additional taxable implications than you already have with accepting fiat currency, okay? Um, so, So furthermore, just to piggyback on that, there is talks and rumors, well, not even rumors, it's public, about some favorable legislation Coming in the future, where maybe if the payment is less than $200 or $300, there will be no taxable implications, not only for you as a business, but for the consumer, because you're using it as a currency. Uh, Any thoughts on that, John?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't put so much thought into the tax implications of Bitcoin. Um, I choose to zoom out and say, look, we have taxable events all the time. Revenue, expenses, you know, capital depreciation, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, and right now it's not that we're paying so much in Bitcoin, if at all, because we haven't orange-pilled the, uh, the vendors uh, to that degree. But as things develop and as the momentum in Bitcoin develops, I think at the point in which you start really transacting in all directions on Bitcoin, there's always, they're already going to be a, a path forward. And in any case, I would not let taxes stop me from embracing the greatest sound money that's ever been created, uh, as it will be the only thing that, that saves one's business from the, the ever-increasing pressures of inflation. And, you know, if inflation gets to your business, you're not going to have taxable income anyways. So it's kind of going to sort itself out. Uh, the other the other thing is you know we, we hear a lot is you know how do you account for it? Uh, it? It's actually almost a non-issue as well because our POSs and and all of our prices are still denominated in U.S. dollars in this country and other currencies in other countries, obviously. But it it, it doesn't change anything. It's it's kind of like you have a five dollar item. You take in five dollars through Visa, okay. You take in five dollars in cash, okay. You take in five dollars in Bitcoin, okay. And it's simply a, a, a balance sheet issue for a later date, uh, which you know uh, our CPA is getting up to speed with. And it's 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 really not the hurdle that most people think it is, and a lot of the times this chokes people up as to not accepting it in the first place because they think, as I questioned in the beginning as well, do I have to run two sets of books? Is it like you know, is it like if you're in you know, a country with multiple uh, official currencies, you know, is it more complex in that fashion? It's really not. And so, you know, we're uh, as as our accountants get up to speed on that, then we're trying to share that that knowledge with with uh, other people trying to accept and uh, and manage the uh, Bitcoin payments.
1: Yeah. And some anecdotal things that I've come across in the past, I've had some businesses reach out and then they get their accountant involved and the accountant comes in guns blazing like, well, what's going to happen with this and what's going to happen with that? I'm like, hey, calm down. I'll walk you through this. I'll hold (laughs) your hand through this because this is new for them, right? This is new. And by the way, if it's up to your accountant, they're probably not going to want to do it because it's a little extra work than they're used to, but it's not up to them. Your accountant can handle this, I promise. This is not that difficult at all.
0: Look, if, if, we, if we let accounting and legal and insurance and all of that uh, dictate what we would do, we would never get out of bed. Right. So, so, so good entrepreneurs need to say, look, I'm going this direction. This is the right move. The rest will sort itself out. And, and that's why we're here. We're, we're trying to be a resource in order to make that sorting out process a lot easier so people can just go.
1: Yeah. And I'm just going to say this kind of tongue in cheek here, but you know, maybe by the time you're ready to start using your Bitcoin as a business, the IRS won't exist. So we'll, we'll just, you know, we'll just <laughs> save that one for another day. <laughs> but hoorah. Uh, <laughs> hoorah. Yeah. So, all right. So we accept it. We we generally know how to account for it or you know, we're working on it, right? How do we hold it? How does this work? Like, I you think know, that's critical. Yeah, it's, it's critical. And, and, Let's talk for a second about this 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 verbiage of, of custodial versus non-custodial Bitcoin, which is like you own your Bitcoin versus someone else owns your Bitcoin and they give you a little IOU. So the important thing here is that what Bitcoin enables for the first time, Ever, generally speaking, is for you to actually – we're not going to get too deep into this – but actually truly own your own money while still being able to send it over the internet instantly and near free in this case, okay? So with that being said, we still have a lot of providers that will custody it for you and a lot of people still use that, especially like third-party services, some of which we've already talked about that will help facilitate the payment for you. But the critical thing here that's very important to understand is that Bitcoin allows you as an individual to hold it on your own and effectively process the transaction on your own if you would like. Now, you can use these services to facilitate the payment quickly, efficiently, you know, and then take custody of it yourself. So that's what we mean, self-custody versus having somebody else hold it for you.
0: Exactly, holding your own keys, I think, is critical. And and nowadays, at least for small and mid sized businesses that are not publicly traded or have some kind of other requirements, uh, even if you if you don't want to have a single, uh, uh, you know, like a, a, a hardware wallet with a single signature or a you know one key. Then, you know, Unchained Capital and and others, they do this very well. We use Unchained Capital. Uh, My partner has a key. I have a key. Neither one of us can move money without the other one's consent. Uh, I actually lost my key and they recovered it, no problem. And, And so this is a very good balance in my mind for safety, for not having exposure to saying, losing your seed words and losing your hardware wallet and you're just kind of out of luck. You, you lose all your Bitcoin. It allows you that safety, but also it, from a business perspective, you know we have all of these agreements. We have operating agreements. We have, we have these types of things that kind of govern how decision-making is done and who can do what. And if somebody goes against that agreement, then we have to go through a legal process, which costs a ton of money, uh, is always ending in heartbreak for the most part. And it can uh, suck all the energy out of the room to where the business fails. Uh, with, with, with multi-signature, it's, it's really beautiful because you can have a, you know, say, an Unchained case, you can have a two of three where two keys have to sign. If you have a seven-member board of directors, then maybe four of seven need to sign in that case. And it really just says, hey, regardless of whether you want to go against our agreement or not, you can't you know, and you have that peace of mind, you have the safety and, uh, nobody can take that money away from you. Nobody can seize it. You, you really have your own keys. So that's really awesome. Uh, but it may not be that you want that in every case. Um, personally, I, I use cold card. Uh, they're really great. I think it's, a uh, 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 you know, it's kind of the hardcore security oriented, you know, real deal hardware wallet. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's my preference on the personal side. There's a lot of other cards or uh, a lot of other uh, hardware wallets. Uh, but from a business perspective, I, like especially small business and medium-sized business, I would really recommend holding your own keys, at least in a multi-sig setup.
1: Yeah. And like everything you just said is 100% true. But let's pretend for a minute somebody on the other end listening to this is like, I have no idea what the hell you just said. Signing keys with that. Let's do like a super bird's eye view high level of this. So whenever you want to send a Bitcoin transaction, you effectively have to sign the transaction, right? You have, to, you have to sign it with your quote unquote private key, right? And so if you have the private key, you can send the transaction to any other Bitcoin wallet that that you would like. So if you don't have the key, you can't. All right. So what if you lose your key, your private key? Well, then you can't sign anything. So what John was explaining is that there are services um, or or even just open source software that can help you generate maybe multiple keys. So if you lose one, you still have a backup. Right. Or if you have a partnership and a, and a corporation with all of this legal structure, you can give a key to several different party members. And even if they lose one of them, you're going to be okay. Now, there are also third-party services such as Unchained Capital, such as Casa, will that will hold your hand and handle all the technicals with this while still giving you not only the 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 knowledge to do this yourself but the safety and security just in case you fuck it up. And and that that's important and and so you know, it, there's also different devices. Like he were saying, the hardware devices, your cold card is a, is a fantastic one. You can do all that yourself. That is your signing device so that you never have to put your private key because if somebody has your private key, they can use your Bitcoin. So you never have to like punch in your private key over the internet to send a transaction. You can dedicate that function to a signing device like these hardware wallets That will do it for you without having you, uh, you know, forcing you to to do it over the Internet and possibly compromising one of the most important things (laughs) that you have, which is your private key, your effective password or signing device to to send a Bitcoin payment. Right. If you have the private key and no one else knows about it, nobody can send your Bitcoin. If you lose that or someone gets a hold of it, they can send your Bitcoin. So. That's how you hold it. But let's just say like, look, man, I'm just like, I've sold like three coffees for Bitcoin and I have like this one crazy dude that loves Bitcoin so much and he comes and buys like two coffees a week for me. Like I, I, I have like, you know, 30 Bitcoin, $30 in Bitcoin right now. Like I, I'm good right now. That's fine. Like you can, you should still do your best to take it off of any sort of custodial centralized service that you're using, and just send it to your moon wallet, or or send it to like just any Bitcoin wallet that, that you generated where you have your own private keys. Um, that's important.
0: So no, I think it's important that uh, people realize that in the Bitcoin standard, or in a sound money standard, it is about personal responsibility. So you have to understand the pros and cons of how you hold your Bitcoin. Me personally, you know, if it's, if it's just a, a little bit of pocket change in Bitcoin, then I'm not so worried about it. The risk threshold is a lot lower. Uh, but obviously, if it's our company treasury, then we're going to do something very smart and very secure. So uh, there's a whole spectrum of solutions. And I think in general, self-custody is, is, is hyper-important uh although you may have your beer money and 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 some really cool lightning wallet on a phone that if it gets stolen it's not a big deal but definitely don't keep your life savings on your phone definitely get all your money off of the exchanges and we're seeing people now uh, especially recently uh, really having problems with third parties that are uh not robust enough to keep their money safe
1: yeah exactly so um and I guess just to piggyback on that um Just because you don't have very much, just to now kind of combat what I just said a minute ago, doesn't mean you should start playing around with self-custodial options, options where you're holding your own Bitcoin. You know, go ahead, send yourself some Bitcoin to your own personal wallet. Get familiarized with it because as you start accumulating more, you'll be far more comfortable sending and receiving it and storing it securely. Um, and it's a lot easier to do that, and it's a lot less nerve wracking. Whenever you're just talking about like ten bucks here, thirty bucks here, whatever, nothing, nothing substantial. Um, and also, you know, what John was was saying there again is is the critical point we were kind of making earlier is that look, if you have your Bitcoin on exchanges, they can freeze that Bitcoin. In fact, these exchanges might not even have the Bitcoin they say they have they might not let you withdraw it because they literally don't have it just like the traditional financial system. You could have your account frozen, your money seized, your assets seized at any time. Fortunately, in the United States, that's not that common, but it can happen. Bitcoin is a way, if you are holding your own keys, where that cannot happen anymore. It is the only way to achieve that.
0: And then there's definitely... uh... If it's not definitely happening, there's definitely the incentive to oversell Bitcoin, just as they oversell gold. Uh, it is the classic, uh, 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 you know, paper scheme on top of sound money. So, and and we see this that yes, we get the the little uh, the little notifications that oh, there was a transaction issue. That's why we're not releasing any more Bitcoin. Well, hmm. I'd just rather stay out of that fray, whether that's true or not, and make sure that that you really understand how to keep your money safe. Uh, If it's a little bit of money, you can decide where to keep it. If it's a lot, you definitely want to keep it in some place really secure and just really understand the mechanics of it. And uh, we'll be going through all of these different options uh, in due course.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. I accept it. (laughs) I, I... I'm getting a little redundant here. All right, I accept it. I'm accounted for it. I know how to hold it. I'm good to go. How the hell do I get my customers to actually pay with it whenever they don't even know what Bitcoin is? Well, on one hand, you can have different referral links to different services where they can purchase Bitcoin, like Swan or Strike, a variety of other services in which you'll actually get a referral bonus, which is nice. But there's a really, really awesome tool called BitRamp. So, imagine for a moment you could have your own little personal Bitcoin ATM and make commissions off of customers whenever you sell them Bitcoin. Right? You can do that; it's easy. John it's super it easy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it's super easy. In fact, we did it. Uh, we did a little test you and I over the uh, webcam, and uh, I sold you what one dollar in Bitcoin, KYC free. Yeah, 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 and That's and right. it's. It's a a little handheld device with a little printer and a screen, and you basically load it up uh, like an ATM, and a customer comes to you and hands you $20, and you can print off a QR code for $20 worth of Bitcoin. They scan it into their newly downloaded Lightning wallet, and they're good to go for their first Bitcoin transaction at your store. Uh, We really wanted to do this because it doesn't matter if we accept Bitcoin if people don't have it. Uh, We talked about this the last episode, that it's... It's unwieldy to have them go and sign up someplace and you know get their whole setup going. It's it's uh, they they'll need to do that eventually, anyways. But for the purposes of the first intro and just getting that engine started, it's way easier to say, "Hey, download Moon Wallet or download one of these other wallets. Give me twenty bucks and off you go."
1: Yeah, and uh, you know there are more people. Maybe people listen to this podcast right now that don't even have a clue where to even buy it. I have people all the time. Where do I buy it? And I'm over here like, what? I mean, come on. There's, a... But the reality is, look, <laughs> this is new for so many people. And people are coming in at all different levels. And hey, guess what? You're still early. <laughs> you are still early. But the fact that a lot of people don't know how to buy it just, just highlights that. So if you as a business could not only generate additional revenue by selling Bitcoin, but also giving your customers a really awesome way to receive it and hold it so that you they they can effectively save you money on processing fees whenever they pay with it uh, it's it's super cool i mean imagine your business too they're like hey we sell bitcoin you're going to be the talk of the town <laughs> people are going to be talking talking about you um and and uh as the demand for bitcoin grows maybe they'll be uh you know those volumes are high people spend a lot of money on Bitcoin. And I guess I just want to briefly go through um, the flow of it. So if somebody wants to pay with cash for, for Bitcoin, they can hand you a $20 bill. Like John said, you punch in 20 bucks and then they receive a little voucher for $20 of Bitcoin. They scan it with their wallet and then they receive it on on their wallet, right? Just like that. It's very easy. Now they could also pay with their card if they wanted to. So you could generate a $20 invoice with your square point of sale or your toast or whatever you have, swipe their card for 20 bucks. and now you can just give them a $20 voucher for Bitcoin as well. With, there's one caveat there and that's that in theory, somebody could buy Bitcoin from you and then with their card and then charge it back. Uh, fortunately, a lot of these services have pretty good chargeback protection, but just something to, to consider there.
0: True. And Either way, it's it's awesome. Cash is also great uh, because it is final settlement in that sense. It's also uh, KYC free, so that's great for the customer. And uh, uh, you know, KYC is is a problem. Uh, we shouldn't be surveilled in how we spend our wealth or our time. Uh, and and these solutions, it's incredible how technology really, uh, sub, uh, really gets around, uh, these rules that shouldn't be. Uh, you know, it's basically a decentralized exchange that's no KYC that uh, that anybody can utilize, and uh, so our staff can exchange their tips for Bitcoin right uh the customer can buy bitcoin to then purchase something or to to save it or or whatever they don't even have to spend it with us and uh the more decentralized uh these solutions get the it 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 basically in a way neuters kyc makes it more irrelevant uh supports the circular economy in a way that current exchanges don't because if you buy the classic, you know, first Bitcoin spend on Coinbase, then well, how do you really use it? You know, how do you really manipulate it? Then what do you do? And you gotta figure out a lot of stuff. But if you go straight to the I'm ready to spend uh part and then work backwards, then it it can really uh open some eyes as to this this really is primed and ready just to be a complete circular economy. There's there's no there's no ifs, ands or buts about it. There's some integration stuff yeah, it would be great to, you know, have more solutions communicating with each other from the perspective of point of sales or existing non-Bitcoin technology, but it's ready. It works. So so we just need to get people engaged with it. And I think that's a really incredible way to do it.
1: Yeah. And like, like you're saying, it's a great marketing tool as well. Uh, yeah, we sell Bitcoin. Come buy some Bitcoin. Maybe grab a coffee too or a taco while you're here.
0: Um and if you think about it, why do ATMs exist anyways? Because if somebody doesn't have cash and they want to pay cash, in a time where a lot of places did not accept credit cards because of fees and all of this, then they would allow their customers to very easily get some cash and, and spend it. So it's, it's a very natural thing. And it has these side benefits of, of really helping with the KYC issue and getting a lot more people exposed to Bitcoin and jumpstarting that circular economy.
1: Yeah. And hey, if you're a if you're a dispensary, marijuana dispensary, and you're like, hey, we make revenues off of our ATM and customers paying cash, they can have this really shitty experience, but we make money off of it. You can accept Bitcoin and set your Bitcoin ATM up. They're having to do it already. Generally speaking, set up the Bitcoin ATM, save on fees. Empower your marketing, (laughs) bring in new customers. And uh, hey, you know, if you like I said, if, if someone's just coming in to buy Bitcoin, uh, they might buy something from your business as well since they're there. Uh, so let's let's hop into kind of about uh, marketing and promoting now. Um, so we have, you know, everything going for us. We buy it or we, we can sell it. We're, we're accepting it. Everything's good to go. But how do we make sure people are aware that we accept it, right? And disclaimer, this is my company, <laughs> but, but I've been doing this a while. I'm very passionate about it. That's where Oshi comes in. Oshi like Satoshi, right? Oshi comes in. They can put We can put your business on the map and we can show customers both locally, regionally, globally that you accept Bitcoin, whether you're a brick and mortar business or you're an online business. Or, you know, you're you're an invoicing-only business, electrician, and so on. We can put you on the map. We do it for free. Um, we have an updated map of businesses who are accepting. It's growing by the day. And we also allow you to incentivize your customers with Bitcoin rewards to come and buy from your business with Bitcoin. Because, let's be honest, the experience of Bitcoin is great, but it's not quite as easy as just walking in, tapping your card, like people do traditionally, and just getting the service. So although it's more beneficial for you as a business to accept it, you can save on fees and so on at the very least, the very least. Um, we have to provide incentives for customers to actually want to use it. So you can help them, they can help you, and we can really help usher in this you know, new paradigm of, of using Bitcoin and the Bitcoin circular economy, right? Through incentives, much like Debit and credit card and card issuers incentivize consumers to swipe their card everywhere they went. Um, so, Oshi oh, is a great way. OSHI oh, is a great that. way. And in fact, it's, it, at the moment, it's actually, I think as far as I know, it's like the only way. Uh, <laughs> so so we're, we're a little ahead of the curve here. But as we see more and more businesses start accepting Bitcoin, we're we're ready and waiting with open arms. And uh, we also hope you get set up too if, if you need help with that
0: well well the cool thing about oshi and we met obviously through oshi and uh it's it's it it's a win 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 right so the customer wins the business wins oshi wins it's uh and it has this viral referral effect to where all you need to do to get residual rewards is to spread the good word and so you know we'll we'll put uh you know, we've put our, our specials on, uh, on Oshi 15% discount. Uh, you know, that gets people, you know, uh, incentivized to use Bitcoin. They come to us. They get a great reward. We get Bitcoin, which we arguably give it a discount. However, we know the fundamentals. And we're, again, exchanging Monopoly money for the greatest sound money to ever exist. So, so this, uh, you know, really allows, um, great marketing promoting really at zero cost because you're getting this sound money that, that will protect you as, as the, the current monetary system kind of unwinds. And, uh, and then, you know, people that, that are really passionate about this can actually be rewarded by spreading the good word and, uh, you know, incentives matter. The uh, the world runs by an incentive rule book, whether the the not so good one we currently have, or whether it's the Bitcoin rule book, and uh, and it really propagates itself. So, I think that is uh is really a, a super low cost, high return solution for promoting your business and again jumpstarting the Bitcoin circular economy.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I I look at it. In terms of the referral program, like as a business owner, and uh, you can kind of keep in touch with your with your customers um, by saying, "Hey, have you heard of the Oshi app? Hey, on your next purchase, pay in Bitcoin using Oshi. You can use any Bitcoin wallet you want, but use the Oshi app to pay, um, and you'll receive a little bit of free Bitcoin. Maybe you'll get ten percent back in Bitcoin on this coffee. Like as a business owner, maybe you're already doing." Buy 10 coffees, get one free punch card, right? That's effectively a 10% discount. Do it with Bitcoin. Try something new. There's no upfront cost to use it, all right? Like, and and like you were saying, every customer that you onboard with your referral link, um, you'll receive 1% of every purchase they make uh, in Bitcoin, right? Whether it's at your business or another business through the Oshi app. Um, so it's just a really great way to get in touch with your customers. They can follow you on the app. So anytime you publish a new deal, they'll be notified. So think of it like whatever current, um, you know, rewards program that you're running through your square point of sale or your toast point of sale or whatever you're using. Maybe you're using five stars or there's a bunch of them. Think of it like that, except far stronger in terms of bringing in this new clientele of rabid Bitcoiners or introducing people to Bitcoin for the first time that maybe just, oh, man, that would be cool. Like, what if I could get a little sliver of Tesla stock? Well, Bitcoin's better. You can incentivize customers to go to your store and purchase things regularly and hopefully, you know, more often than they already would by offering offering them a little sliver of Bitcoin. Every single time they shop with you, um, and you know the way I look at it, as a business owner, you could either pay Visa two, three, four percent, her Mastercard, or whatever card issuer or bank, or you could just say, you know what, I want to give that back to my customer as a reward to get them to use Bitcoin more often. Like, those are the choices. <laughs> you want to give it to Wall Street, or do you want to give it to Main Street? Again, it's a no-brainer, but you know, uh, disclaimer, this is my company.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, I think in the Bitcoin space, uh, the relationships you can build are pretty fantastic. And that's not just with Bitcoiner to Bitcoiner that you meet along the way. It's also, you know, as you kind of embrace this community and and uh and Bitcoin as a as a as a medium of exchange, then you really start forging relationships with your staff, with your customers. And I think this will only get stronger i think I think pretty soon there's going to be a time where people will not want to shop at places that don't accept bitcoin
1: absolutely, and you know maybe those places won 't even be in business if they don't or never have accepted Bitcoin. Bitcoin might be the one thing that gives them a competitive advantage against the competition in an inflationary environment in a precarious financial situation uh, that we're in. Um, And I just kind of want to maybe go over a few tips now uh, for later. Hey, Oshi's not for me. I don't want to use Oshi. I don't want to add anything else. Cool. Here are some other things you could do. Just a simple sticker. Bitcoin accepted here, (laughs) right? Bitcoin accepted here. Get a sticker, go online, order it. It's cool. It's a conversation starter. It'll get people hyped, right? Uh, They'll talk about your business.
0: Sure. Um, Additional, yeah, Yeah, no, and I think there's there's uh, quite a few people working on uh, visuals like that uh, to make it easier for people just to say, okay, step one, do this. Step two, do this. Let's go. And uh, we're working on it. We're working on it with uh, with various parties. And I think that that will just get easier and easier and easier. And as people recognize it, then they'll be like, oh yeah, it'll it'll become uh, more more. visually appealing and recognizable than say, you know, visa logos or whatever. But it's uh you know, we will be able to get people onboarded quicker and quicker and and send the message in a more effective way uh quite quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um hey, if you're if you're a business owner now and you're like, all right, I'm sold, I want to start accepting Bitcoin, go to meetup.com and search for a Bitcoin meetup in your area, you're you're likely to have one, and just reach out and say, hey, do you want to do your meetup at my business? Because we accept Bitcoin. Because most of the Bitcoin meetups at this stage are frequenting businesses that do not accept Bitcoin. Have them go to your business to run their Bitcoin meetup. Do that. You will get a loyal customer base. They'll be talking about you, and they will be more than happy to pay with Bitcoin. Maybe not all of them, But if you offer a little incentive, they will. We're working with Bitcoin meetups across the country as well to incentivize people to spend a Bitcoin at their meetup. So if you're a meetup organizer as well, reach out to us. We will try to reach out to that business and do the best we can and say, hey, you need to accept Bitcoin. You got some customers at the ready. And furthermore, if you're a meetup organizer and the business that you are meeting at is not accepting Bitcoin, I highly consider you to go where you're treated best. Go to a business. That is accepting Bitcoin or be open to accepting Bitcoin to really grow this Bitcoin circular economy because that will allow not only for you to draw more people to your meetup, potentially because it's it's more interesting that you're actually going to pay with Bitcoin at this meetup, um, but it's going to turn the heads of other business owners and they're going to go, damn, so I just need to accept Bitcoin and maybe... Maybe I'll get like a a more steady crowd on a a Wednesday night every week or something. So just food for thought for everyone there.
0: Yeah, it's such a supportive group. Um, I've never experienced, you know, a group of people that are so dedicated in one direction and such a positive direction. So it's been incredible for us and we just want to play it forward. And this is just a recurring theme, regardless of uh, if you're a customer or a business owner or technology provider so it's uh it's definitely uh a good thing to embrace this uh, as things heat up as things get tougher as inflation rises as people get more twitchy with how they spend their money due to world events uh, we're all going to need more community and uh, and and sound money, so this takes care of both
1: yeah and let's just let's just say this so you know. The economy is in a precarious situation. It has been for a while, but it appears to be getting a little more dire. Um, there's definitely a chance. It, well, it has already, but it's, it's going to slow down. Um, highly, highly likely. Um, and you as a business are going to f- need another way to drive more business in. And I don't think incentivizing them with square stars is going to do it. I don't think incentivizing them with coffee points or punch cards is going to do it. Incentivize them with Bitcoin while simultaneously saving yourself in processing fees every single time they pay you. And if you're a, if you're a restaurant operating on tight margins, you know, maybe an extra 2 or 3% is a substantial sum of money for you to be saving in processing fees. That might be 10, 20, 30% increase in your bottom line. So that might just be one of the things that keeps you afloat, you know, as as we keep going down this path. So just some food for thought uh, for business owners who, you know, are, are, are a little unsure or wondering <laughs> what lies ahead.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's uh, it's. You know we are we are entering uh, the phase of the uh, fiat system, which is going to be very unpleasant. And either you you have your fiat money melt away, and all of the uh, dollar or whatever currency you're in, uh, uh, you know, monetary instruments fade away. Uh, so it is it is going to be very important to stay in business. The local communities need small business. We don't need multinational corporations. And uh, and as people realize this, uh, it's going to be even more of an incentive to get involved in Bitcoin. And, and I think it's pretty important. Uh, things happen gradually, than suddenly. And there probably will be a point where it may be hard to get Bitcoin for those that are just trying to get in when they have to, as opposed to uh, getting a feel for it, dipping their toe in, understanding how it works, getting set up, even if it's a small percentage of their revenue that could flip very quickly. And, um, and I anticipate that it will. So I would highly recommend reaching out if you have questions and, uh, we're always here to help get people set up, feel comfortable, know how to do it responsibly and, uh, spread the word.
1: Yeah. And I guess, you know, Kind of beginning to wrap up here. We're, we're at a little over an hour. We want to keep this relatively short and sweet. Um, if you're a business owner and you have five to 10 minutes to save in processing fees, to bring in new customers, to invest in a little Bitcoin every single time you sell a coffee, or at the very least, just to get your feet wet in this incredibly interesting and empowering new monetary network as much or as little as you want. Do you have five or 10 minutes? Cause if you do, just do it. If you need any help, we're here for you. <laughs> if you need help, I'm here for you. John's here for you. You can shoot us a message. I guess we'll have our website <laughs> coming live soon. Um, you can, you can reach out to me directly on Michael at Oshi tech. You can check out our site. We'll help consult you on things. Um, and also at, at B commerce podcast, you're, I forget our emails, John, am I just Michael at B commerce.fm? Yep. I think that's,
0: <laughs> and John at B commerce.fm.
1: Yeah. So, so reach out people. We're, we're here to help. Um, again, if you have five minutes, you can do this. <laughs> what do you got to lose besides the fiat you're already holding?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think, uh, you know, the first two episodes, we're we're given the lay of the land, and uh, we'll start having guests on and start digging in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so join us, uh, you know, maybe in in several days. We'll have the next episode out. Hopefully, we'll dive deep into one of the topics we discussed today, and we'll also be having business owners on, uh, maybe the coffee shop owner. Know, maybe the hair salon owner maybe the the barber different businesses um, that can speak to different business owners on why they got started or maybe we try to convince them to get started uh, live on the air so any uh, any other closing thoughts John or
0: No, I'd say, uh, you know, dive in. Uh, It's a brave new world out there. It's uh, fascinating to to get started with all this. So it's been a great trip for us. Uh, It's really changed our whole trajectory. Uh, Bitcoin does change you. It's going to change the world. And uh, it's only the beginning.
1: One episode at a time. (laughs) One community at a time. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, We'll have more content coming out soon. Have a good one.
0: Catch you soon.